Been better. Look at him trying to creep in here because he sees I'm on the phone now. You oh. did not have put it in a place where he could get to it. How about that? Hmm. He's does this on purpose. He waits months. He's like the perfect. Yes, because dogs are so calculating. He's very calculating because he waits until I forget. See, because now from this day on, I'm going to be super mindful about where I put treats, where they go, keeping them away from the edge of the counter. I'm going to be paying attention to that. And I'm going to keep paying attention for weeks and weeks and months after months. And he's just going to wait me out until the next time that I forget. And I just might don't, I'm not intentional okay. and mindful okay. about no, where I put things down. He's and not a criminal mastermind. Just stop it. He is. He's a bad, bad, thieving dog. No, and you're not. Until hey, you have... Excuse me. He's yes. not. And this is, is. not um, shame your dog. It this is. This is wait to tell me everything. Where we shame our dogs, where they act stupid and they take treats that are very expensive. He always do, He always takes the expensive stuff. He, he's your the, dog. Like, he has good taste. He's, your fault. Oh, your fault. You have a fancy dog. He's the worst. Used to nice things. <laughs> of course, I'm going to open a $17 bag of pecans because that's what I deserve. <laughs> he does not. And I swear to God, and he's going to get sick. I, oh, my God. He, he makes me so angry. I'm very thirsty. Sorry. Powerful thirsty. I am. Oh, so good. Mm-mm-mm. So, in case anybody hasn't caught what's happening, I came home. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Ready to record. And I was just, and that's the other thing. He plays it off so well. The greeting at the door, like everything's fine, the enthusiasm. At the front, at the front door, the oh, let's go out right away. So I put him on his little leash, say sweet things to him as we go for our walk. Everything's cool, and then I get back inside, finally get comfortable, take my shoes off, walk to the back hallway, and there it is: pecans strewn across the hallway, plastic Ziploc bag torn in half. And he's like, huh? What? Like, ain't nothing wrong. <sighs> and of course, throws my timing off. I was completely on the mark to like start at the time that we'd set aside. Oh, but no. Now I have to clean up the mess somebody's made in the middle of the hallway and throw away a perfectly good bag of pecans. Which I was eating. 
Mm-hmm. Well, no more for you. No more for anybody. Nobody gets pecans. Well, Colonel got pecans. <laughs> Someone did get pecans. <laughs> Jackal. You be nice to the Colonel. He's no, so sweet. I will not. He is not. He He's is sweet. He is not the worst. He's a sweet baby angel, and you nice to him. Paris, that's it. I'm done. Okay, now are you a dog? Are you growling like a dog? It's the only language he understands. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, he's a bad boy. Okay. Well, I'm super anxious. Oh, so much anxiety. So much anxiety. I'm kind of like just checking in on people and like, hey, how's it going? How are you? Uh, just because like I'm trying to transfer some of this anxious energy outward. Uh- <laughs> well, what I found myself doing is literally um, taking advantage of the ability to control my environment. So like I have been tidying up like left and right like things that are like oh like I can't even like I have reading that I'm supposed to be doing for my homework assignments yeah and I sit down to read and I can't like I can't like I like read like I'm like a little kid like I read like half a page literally like a paragraph and a half and I'm like lose focus and so then it's like oh let me stack this these pieces of paper together let me like I mean, literally moving things from one end to the other. Like, okay, these folders are over here, but maybe if I just move them here and move those books over there, like, oh, yeah, that's so much better. (laughs) I cleaned my desk at work today. I, like, cleaned up our little snack corner. We have, like, a little table with, like, snack. I mean, like, I literally have just been, like, what can I control in this world that's like within my reach? That's what I'm going to do for, like, that's how I'm getting rid of my, like, anxious energy. Yeah, so... Yeah, I talked to a couple people who, was, you know, people were like, yeah, I'm inside. Someone told me, like, yeah, I'm inside. For... Okay, let, we're just kind of doing our let's get personal up top because I'm going to say mention something later, which is why, like, we really can't be on for a long time because Kristen has to do something that she does not do tomorrow, which is get up super early and be out mm, okay. and, like, somewhere uh-huh. by, like, 6.30. So, oh, Lord. Right. So... Kristen doesn't do that anymore so it's Mm -hmm. gonna be and everyone's kind of wagering to see if I'm gonna do it or not so I have to you know one thing you can do is like make me have to prove you wrong that's like all the motivation I need Mm -hmm. to do anything so (laughs) yeah people are like I'm in all day tomorrow I'm in I have my wine I'm in for the next two weeks where you know whatever happens everyone's mm-hmm. like I'm checking on everybody especially people you know people all over and they're like how are mm-hmm. you doing miss I live in mm-hmm. Trump country I was like well right. I live in Atlanta so if I stay in my little bubble like I'm good but my friends do not live <laughs> they live outside of the mm-hmm. city so mm-hmm. it's like a little different for them so they are definitely like staying inside you know like I'm very anxious I was like I need to do that little prayer of yours um again mm-hmm. that exercise again um mm-hmm. I have so 
my office is volunteering at one of the polling places nearby, nearby polling places. Mm, yes. And, um, you know, as line warmers, so I was like, what are line warmers? Basically, we're going to be the people to kind of hand out treats and water to mm-hmm. the suppressed voters of Georgia mm-hmm. who have to stand in line for hours. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, this should not be a because thing. Because voter suppression is still a thing in 2020. Right. It's still a when thing. When you take yeah. counties that are primarily uh, black and brown voters and give them or liberal the amount voters. of or liberal yeah. and who um, and then take their polling places and cut them down in half. Uh, that completely out of the ratio of what it should be. Right. That's that's voter suppression, friends. Yes, that's that's what it is. So yeah, we're going to go out there. There, you know, we're teaming up with an organization that you know is doing this and coordinating this all over the city. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So yeah. So, but my whole thing is Kristen needs to be back home by no later than ten a.m. So. Okay. <laughs> well okay. before anything so this happens. is like early start early start so you can have an early end yes and so my also i i posted on facebook this whole thing from therapy for therapy for black girls which i love them like they're so mm. amazing like i remember like when the quarantine like first happened they just, they mm-hmm. had like a session where like people just got on and kind of talked about like what are their fears and anxiety and they had like a few therapists on who kind of like mm. you know help people process you know their feelings so mm-hmm. it was great so they're gonna have their room open tomorrow as well so I'm like oh, I'm okay, definitely nice. gonna do that um, one of our friends Birdsong I've you know been texting with her today and she recommended okay. someone else who's doing something like that but they're doing it the day after election day so mm. I was like okay I think we still might need that uh, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so i mean it's all so up in the air yeah. i just feel like yeah that's so good uh, i'm gonna I'm, like after i come back in i'm just gonna kind of dive into work i'm gonna you know like I'm going to be as productive as possible without like having to talk to other people and mm-hmm. <laughs> stay off of social media. So there's mm-hmm. like a couple of like online, like CE kind of things I need to finish up. So I'm like, okay. tomorrow will be the time to kind of deep dive into that. Always yeah, yeah. Um, the weather's changing here. So I kind of need to change out my wardrobe. So I might like do that. And I tell you like lately, like things have just become like super untidy in my world. So I'm like, I need mm-hmm. to like, you know, do some cleaning and just do other things besides um, being on Facebook. I don't watch the news anyway, but being on social media tomorrow. So that's my goal to just dive in. I'm doing this um, boot camp for like real estate agent kind of boot camp thing. And so there's a lot of activities that she's having us doing. So I'm like, I'm just going to lean into that super hard as well. Like everyone's getting a handwritten note. You know, tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's all personalized. Yeah. So I'm just for 24 hours. I'm saying, like, so when I as soon as I get home, I'm just gonna super like lean into um into okay. that. So that's what I'm doing. Cause they like this little list that I posted on Facebook. Um well they said like plan a day not focused on productivity and not centered around other people's needs. They're like, it's okay if you're okay. not your most productive. 
And so for me, that looks a little different. So like if I'm doing all these things that I know I need to do, but I don't really have time to do, you know, maybe I'll do like some reading. Like I'll be productive, but it's not necessarily the activities that I would usually do on a work day. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. so yeah, so that's kind of my plan for tomorrow. I hate that I have to have an election day plan. I've never had to have an election day plan before. I've never had to have I actually honestly like I am typically not at all invested in no. the election at any level like because I really do for the most part under normal circumstances do not feel like there are true political solutions to the problems in the world obviously mm-hmm. like my like you know my worldview is much more centered on spirituality and um and the church is a solution to the things that are wrong in the world. So mm-hmm. I'm not usually super invested. Like it's like, it's almost like the Super Bowl for me. Like there's someone who I'm rooting for. That's the person I voted for. I hope that they win, but like, I don't generally feel like, oh, it's going to make such a big difference one way or the other. The stakes are so high, you know, like that's not typically my flow on election day um so like i might be like you know mildly disappointed that my person didn't win or whatever but like it's fine yeah like you don't Um, feel the republic is going to fail or fall (laughs) like it's not yeah like i don't i mean like okay i don't know if you're going to talk about this or not but like the buses yeah it's on my list okay like the fact that he co-signed this Mm -hmm. I was like, just the. Mm-hmm. I was like, we've gotten so low, so far, so far. Like, yeah, like you know, for you know, a lot of us, like, okay, yeah, George W. Bush or this person, this person, like, I was like, just the general lack of it's, civility and like having any standards at all. It's a lack of civility, decorum, um, just the the gravitas of the office of the president right like and i do feel like that has been in decline for a long time not because of the person in it but the because of the way that we treated the person in the in the mm-hmm. role um in the position right so like i um like all the like super racist things that were said and done and published with regard to obama were all things that were just horrible just on the on their face value but then also like demeaning of the office of the president right then like pre prior to him like you know with w same thing like all the sort of like you know uh the crass jokes and the like you know um laughing at his misfortunes and things like that like again like they demean the office of the president so i feel like it's been building um for a long time and now we've combined both like the demeaning of the office of the president, not just by like the position and the role itself, but by who is taking the space up Mm -hmm. in it. And so it's like this double wham, like this whole, like it's just come to this climax. Um, And it's just, it's so problematic. Like it just, everything needs to be spun back into place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, so that's my only, like that's, you know, and again, like, the base that he that that Trump um, stirs up and 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 likes to egg on, excuse me, 
And so I'm just going to go into the story since we're already mm-hmm. talking about it. Um, and this is from CNN Politics. The um, FBI, FBI is now investigating alleged harassment of Biden campaign bus. So um, FBI San, Tony, San Antonio is aware of the incident and investigating is an FBI spokesperson told CNN's Michelle Lee. This incident took place in Texas on Friday as the campaign bus was traveling from San Antonio to Austin as part of a push to urge Biden supporters to cast their ballots on the state's last day of early voting. A Biden campaign official described the motorist actions as an attempt to slow down the bus and run it off the road. People in vehicles that were part of a Trump train, quote unquote, began yelling profanities and obscenities and then blocked the entire Biden entourage, according to a source familiar with the incident. At one point, they slowed the tour bus to roughly 20 miles per hour on Interstate 35, and then the vehicle slowed down to try to stop the bus in the middle of the highway. The source said there were nearly 100 vehicles around the campaign bus. Biden staffers were rattled by the event, though no one was hurt. Neither Biden nor his running mate, California Senator Kamala Harris, were on the bus. Multiple sources told CNN that Wendy Davis, a former state senator who is challenging Republican Representative Chip Roy for Texas's 21st congressional district, was on the bus. Davis's campaign declined to comment to CNN on Saturday. Staffers on the bus called 911, which eventually led to the local law enforcement assisting the bus to its destination. Then, President Donald Trump tweeted a video of the bus incident with the words, in all caps, I love Texas, and claimed at a campaign rally on Sunday that his supporters were, quote, protecting the bus. And this is what he said. But it is something. Did you see the way our people, they, you know, they were protecting his bus yesterday because they're nice, the president said. At the president's rally in Florida Sunday night, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida also offered praise for the caravan, saying, we love what they did. He added, but here's the thing, they don't know. We do that in Florida every day. I love seeing the boat parades. Biden told reporters in Texas Sunday evening, we've never had anything like this. At least we've never had a president who thinks it's a good Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, this is what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. If you watch the video of this, it's so terrifying mm-hmm. to imagine yourself on this on this <laughs> highway, period. Forget on the bus. Like, just like anywhere on this highway with these idiots, like, you know, like speeding up and slowing down and speeding up and trying to get around the bus. I mean, it was like, a terrible, terrible accident waiting to happen. At one point, one truck gets over and the other one's getting over at the same time. They practically collide with each other. It's like, it's just the mm-hmm. near miss. So like, they're putting people's lives in danger, their own and other people in all of the cars and everyone on the bus. They're putting everyone's lives in danger. And then you have this idiot president, this idiot president who tweets about it and says that he loves this. And then another senator, like, it just, it's it's mayhem. It's crazy. And I don't, I cannot, like, I don't understand. Like, this is not okay. Like, why, it's, I, 
I like was beside myself when I found out it because like I pretty much try to stay off the grid on Saturday. Like I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, spend too much time on social media, whatever. And I went on and someone had posted the tweet with the picture, but I hadn't heard anything about it. So I didn't know what this was about. So I like replied back. I was like, what is this a picture of? Because I couldn't tell what was happening. Excuse me. And when she explained what it was, I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was literally like, what are you saying? What are you saying? This is a real thing. People are like, can like, you please, like, <laughs> is this true? Did this really happen? Because it seems it's so unbelievable. But please know. It's so Please unbelievable. Know. So you are not the yeah. only Republican I know who is voting Democrat for the first time, um, or you know, recently mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. one guy, he's a, a white guy, and he was basically mm-hmm. saying, like, "Is this true? Did like this really happen?" And someone actually was like, "No, that's not actually what happened." You know, blah blah blah. And someone was like, "No, no, 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 no." Watch the video. She's like, oh, I didn't watch the entire thing. So why are you commenting? Be Don't quiet. Comment. Just close your mouth. Just stop. No one asked you to say anything. Just, Just be all the way quiet. So I was like, oh. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it is just... Because I am really interested to know, like, just how are regular people, like, actually justifying this? Like, people who are informed, if you actually watch this video, like, what? What? Why is this? I, it's just so, I can't, like, I don't, like, my brain, Mm -hmm. it just makes it, like, strike, like, like, I just, I can't get past. The absurdity mm-hmm. of it and the fact that people are like justifying it or trying to find a way to like make it okay or just it just doesn't make any sense. Like it it's so so insane. Um so I just I'm I'm so obviously so incensed from this weekend's things. And that wasn't the only thing. Like apparently these Trump train or MAGA, it was called like a MAGA drive or something. Happened in like New Jersey or something? Was it New Jersey, New York? Mm -hmm. New Jersey, here in Riverside, here in Santa Clarita, all these, like, it's like a big thing of like a bunch of F-150 trucks, pickup trucks with like Trump pence, like plastered across either side of the Mm -hmm. car. And then like giant, you know, two like the big thing is like this is the look it's like the two giant like american flags like in the pickup bed on either side and then the trump pence logo plastered across the doors on either side and they like get into like a caravan and drive around honking and stopping traffic and all you know it's just like just stop like it's so like and it's it's terrifying and it's terrifying when it was like this situation in Texas where it's like okay like I don't have anything on my car and I'm glad that I don't like that I don't have like any campaign anything cuz I drive into that part of the valley every single day and I already told my manager and he was fine with it but I was like listen 
I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday, but I may very well stay home on Wednesday mm-hmm. based on how safe I'm feeling. Um, because on it, like I like if if what we hope happens happens, and it really is like a blue mm-hmm. tidal wave, I will not feel safe going into work the following day, and maybe not the next day after that. Um, because I think that the you know the all these people who've been you know leading these caravans and whatever are not going to take it sitting down mm-hmm. they're going to get right back in their little f-150 and and they're not going to protest and see me they're going to come over to where where mm-hmm. i work where all the all the black and brown voters are and try to raise hell so i'm not interested in being any like i'm i feel safe in in the city where i am because it's it's Biden country over here and I live in a safe gated community. Um, but I'm not getting in my car and volunteering um, to be anywhere near any of that. If that's how. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, uh. I think they know better, like not to come down to my neighborhood. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, no, I was yeah. Like, they don't want, they don't <laughs> want that smoke. However, I have friends who no. live in more mixed communities. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. they're like terrified of like what would happen, like either way, you know what I mean? Like they feel like that element yeah. is going to act a fool whether he wins or Regardless. if he loses. So right. yeah. Yeah, I guess for me I just feel like it's gonna be so much worse if you yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's gonna be, you know, this whatever like i just i think the blowback is yeah, gonna be get so much ready. um yeah i mean and again like not i'm still hoping that he wins i mean that that biden wins but um yeah it's just mm-hmm. it's crazy it's just crazy um so so yeah so that's my election day plan is to go to work tomorrow just because i feel like you know it's there's not going to be anything but i can get to get to work and come home and there still won't be you know polls will just be closing on the east Mm -hmm. coast you know so um i'm not too worried about tomorrow and i also feel like i want to just stay busy like i don't want to be at home obsessing about it you know um so i'm hoping it's like a busy day at work (laughs) so that i just like um so i'm just distracted the whole time and um, and then, like I said, Wednesday, I, like I already talked to my manager. I'm playing okay. it by ear. Um, so whether I'm going to go in or not. So, um, so yeah. So that's that's the that's the story from the weekend, and just like this latest update from today. This is from the Washington Post. Biden Trump scrounge for votes as campaigns vow an extended battle over ballots. And this is from this morning's uh, Washington Post. Um, So it says, Trump and Biden launch a day-long blitz of closing attacks on each other's records and integrity as they race through a string of mostly northern states that, as in 2016, stood poised to play a decisive role in deciding the next president. The candidates' rallies suffused with barbed and partisan messages aimed at less regular voters who had yet to cast ballots. Um, 
um, their rallies came as both campaigns made clear that they expect to continue fighting for public opinion and legal advantage after po polls closed Tuesday as they dispute the rules for counting ballots and try to shape the nation's acceptance of the final result. Uh, Biden campaign leaders said they expected Trump to falsely declare victory Tuesday <laughs> night before the <laughs> I mean, which is just like. Uh, Tuesday night before the tabulation of all mailed in ballots, which Democrats have preferred as a method of voting this cycle. Trump campaign advisors argued that Democrats were attempting to play down votes cast in person on Tuesday, which Trump is expected to win and clear the way for legal action that could lead to ballots being counted despite arriving after state mandated deadlines. The last minute jockeying reflected an alarming feature of this year's presidential campaign, Rather than an orderly process to arrange the peaceful maintenance or transfer of power, the nation has spent the past several days preparing for disorder, with property owners across the country boarding up storefront windows against fears of civil unrest. Isn't that crazy? Law enforcement agencies going on high alert to prevent polling place disruptions and frequent thre threats from Trump to call into doubt the legitimacy of the election. In his final campaign events, Trump argued that Biden, quote, hates the American people. He repeatedly attacked the Supreme Court for recent rulings allowing some states to continue accepting ballots if they arrive after Election Day, a practice that is not new to this cycle. The president. That happens all the time. Right. Like, that's just happens all the time because the mail. that's 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 the mail. The president claimed that delayed results would be, quote, dangerous for the mm -hmm. country and open the door to, mm -hmm. quote, cheating. Though there's no evidence that the kind of fraud he described is widespread and lengthy counting delays are commonplace. Um, Trump said in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I'm just so tired of some of these horrible political decisions that are being made. It's a shame. It's a shame. You know, I won't get into it too much, but I'm going to start getting into it because they're hurting our country. He's such an idiot. Um, at his rally in Avoca, Pennsylvania, Trump again suggested without proof that late arriving ballots could lead to chaos and fraud, calling the circumstance of an unknown election result quote, physically dangerous. Can I just stop and say right here, the only reason that anything is physically dangerous at this point is because he eggs on the people who want to be physically intimidating and terrorizing people. Like, that's the only reason that there's any issue of any physical mm -hmm. danger is that he incites people to be mm -hmm. violent. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Just the fact that he brought that like idiot couple to, uh, on, you know, and highlighted them at the um, RNC this year, um, who are now like under oh. charges for, you know, toting their guns. Totally. And also, did you see the whatever. black couple that dressed up as in his hot for Halloween? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Okay. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Yes. But you know, like stuff like that. Like he 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 raises up these people who who tote guns and point them at demonstrators. He basically like gave like a high, you know, like a, you know, um, celebratory, like almost like high five of sorts to mm -hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, the 17 year old who like drove across state lines to kill well, two people had him behind at home. Um, you know, like so well, many things, I mean, so yeah. many things like not at with home, the gun, not, not killing people, not wanting to kill people. I, 
not killing people on the street because they're demonstrating, you know, peacefully, like just all these things, like, Mm. you know, and the whole like, you know, stand, stand back Mm -hmm. and stand by, um, you know, comment at the first debate, like he incites violence. And then and then has the nerve to turn around and say, you know, yeah, like if we don't if we don't declare a winner, there's going to be physical danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you made it so. Oh, I hate him so much. Anyway, um, Biden, <laughs> Biden focused in his events on attacking Trump's character and ability, mm-hmm. calling him a disgrace who acts like the puppy of Russian President Vladimir Putin, while also blaming him for the U.S. failure to contain the coronavirus. Donald Trump's not strong. He's weak. This is a president who not only doesn't sacrifice, he doesn't understand courage, physical courage. Biden said, as Trump stoked fears of fraud, the Biden campaign arranged a call with reporters to argue that the nature of the uh, to argue that the nature of the electoral map and the schedule for counting ballots in key states meant it was impossible for Trump to declare a legitimate victory on Tuesday night. Uh, Biden campaign manager Jen O'Malley Dillon said, under no scenario will Donald Trump be declared a victor tomorrow night. We know that all the ballots are not going to be counted on election night. Um, so it's a longer article, so I think I'm just going to stop there. Um, but yeah, it's just, again, like, you know, the fact that like you and I and all these people that we know have like all these like special like coping mechanisms around this election. The fact that we're talking about like businesses boarding up and law enforcement being on high alert because right. of an election. America. In, like the United States of America that has like four centuries now enjoyed the peaceful transfer of power. That's the like thing that of the, we like, like pride of our, ourselves like, on. Like the one thing you know, we're yes. not going to have like a coup. Like we could, we peacefully right. turn over power to our political enemies adversaries whatever like yeah that's like always when i was a history teacher u.s history teacher that was like one of the things like i always highlighted during election time i was like yeah like nothing's gonna happen (laughs) i never thought right you and every other u.s history teacher because that is a highlight of our republic that we (laughs) like not that that, like what we we do never that it, it that there's going to be a problem. Like, there very well may not, nothing, you know, may not happen. But the thing is, no one has ever, like, just really thought that anything like that. Not in my lifetime. No one's ever been, like, no. Like, no one's ever, like, I don't, like, yeah. Not in my lifetime has anyone ever taken the these links like and i have never in my life has like have like downtown businesses felt like they need to board up their mm-hmm. storefronts in preparation for election results not once in my life right right like we've had controversial elections we've you know people get pissed about the electoral electoral college every four years you know like and every, you know, like there's a lesson on how the electoral college works every four years, and like why it is the way that it is, and whether it should or shouldn't still be a thing. Like those arguments and whatever are all out there all of the time. But even with like the whole Florida like hanging chads thing, that wasn't ever violent or like 
terrifying. It was just like, okay, we really don't know what the res- these results are, and we have to like wait for like this this to all be like fleshed out. Um, you know, which is so different. It's so like just the 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 temperature of the whole thing is so different now than it was then. Um, so it's just it's crazy making like it's it's everyone's anxious at my job like we're like all like you know in in my office like and I've had like a couple of my like more um like you know I should say my less conservative nurses like come over and like pull me over and be like so uh what's your plan for Wednesday like you know what what are you doing on Tuesday like what do you think what are you thinking you know like this is something that everyone is talking about um in terms of the anxiety connected to this, uh, this election tomorrow and the results and the reactions and the responses to the results and all of that. And it's just, I, it's unbelievable. Like, again, like it's just as crazy as the bus thing. Like it's, it's all like, what world is this that we're living in? You know, and it's, and it's, it all comes back to him. It all comes back to Trump. It, his, his, his persona and who he's, you know incited um and the base that he like you know likes to rile up um it it all circles back to that and it's and that's why he needs to go like it we can't like this can't be a thing um so uh, anyway um that's all my newsworthy there's other things in the news, but we, yeah, there's I mean, there's too time. much. And, you know, honestly, I'm just hanging there's on. There's too much. And like, I'm hanging and on. I, my energy. Yeah. Like I'm barely, yeah. Like I was like, there's, there's definitely like other, uh, important stories. We can't unable to can again. I have to let it like laser focus on <laughs> like what, again, what I can control. And oh my God. So yeah. So that's newsworthy. We're just going to, Mm-hmm. write it out we have plans plans in place wine yeah i have the real stuff. cooper and thief on deck for tomorrow i don't have time to oh, um, your favorite around with that other stuff um even though it was very very delicious i was like you know what it's time for the real thing because yeah out of control well, I have to remember to get that when I'm next. Mm-hmm. When I'm next, next time I'm at um, Trader mm-hmm. Joe's, because you've been Cooper telling me about Steve. it. Cooper and Steve. So, um, red a red blend aged in wine bourbon barrels. So, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yum. Was that you? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry. Sorry, that's mm-hmm. hit a button by accident. Okay, I thought Putting that was that me because I was like, okay. oh, I am like looking for something real quick because I can't find the person's name. I can't Uh-oh. remember her name. So for Viral Vox, um, the celebrities mm-hmm. and the Halloween costumes were epic. They were mm. so good. Um, oh, really? So I think Ooh. Sierra Russell Wilson did, like she did a couple of things. Like she did her being Megan the Stallion, her being Nicki Minaj, and then her and Russell Wilson reenacting the Janet Jackson Buster Rhymes video. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. 
Yes, I need Lizzo, to look this up. who is so extra, but I love dressed up as the fly on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Yes, she no, she didn't. It was hilarious. Mm-mm. I was like, "Oh, she's insane." Um, but my favorite thing was model. Mm-hmm. I do not know how to pronounce her name. I don't know if it's Tabria Majors recreated um, Beyonce's videos for Halloween, and this, not all of them. I think she put like four songs. And girl, okay, epic. Did like crazy in oh, love. Wow. She did um deja vu, and she did um. Oh God, why can't I think of song? Um, formation. She did a um partition. Okay. She did quite a few, and when I tell you, she killed it. Now she's like a plus size model, and she's like, I'm not even like the best dancer. She's like, it took a while for me to do all that. But uh, to learn all that choreography, <laughs> yes, that's a whole yes, lot of choreography. You know, Especially right. if you don't and so dance. She killed it. So yes, girl, you did that. Like that was like a major because pro- like it's Beyonce. So like that's a major production. That took some time, girl. So yeah, she like did that. So that was amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing that I saw that like people kept posting that went viral <laughs> a couple of days ago uh, was the um, okay. our last real president, our forever president, <laughs> Barack Obama was in a gym uh-huh. and he shot that. Uh... <laughs> I saw that. Oh my god, that was and so people were like, epic. no, you did just like duck and just like like you know, like shoot that and then just like walk away. Did you just like do that? He's like, that's what I do. That's what I do. And I was like, yeah. okay, this yeah. I was like, I told I said it to somebody, I was like, the swag. Yeah, the swag factor was high on that whole And I was like, yeah, justify swag. Because the other the new the current president thinks oh, yeah. it acts like he has it. And no, mm-hmm. it's all in his head. Yeah, but it's like, all in his real head. swag. And so he also posted he posted on his page too and said, Get out there and vote and then get two other pe- folks to join you. It's like draining a three for democracy. <laughs> I Cannot. Oh my god, he cannot. So cool. That's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah, no, he like that was like pretty epic. Like I was like, Oh, I forgot this Halloween costume. I posted on our um um wait tell me everything Facebook page. I apologize for the curse word. I did take the time later for when I put it on my personal page to blur out the curse word. But Mr. Eddie Mejia who dressed up as Bad Maria. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And put oh hide your candles because I'm blowing all them blanks out. <laughs> yes. yes. He had on the little like, striped okay, shirt. Are you Maria or Dora the Explorer? He kind of had a Dora Explorer vibe going on too. So I <laughs> 
Oh, that's funny. I was like, you are crazy. That was hilarious. That gave me the biggest laugh yesterday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was really funny. I saw that too. Really funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, So that was that for Viral Box. I was like, okay, loving the celebrity Halloween costumes. Um, Obama has swag, which we were all aware of, and um, mm-hmm. Bad Maria's doppelganger, hilarious. Um, so, yeah. uh, I'm gonna start with like the sad thing, and then I'm just gonna talk about TV that I watched. I really don't want to talk, of- yeah, I don't really okay, want to talk about tell me everything. other celebrities because okay. right now I just don't care right now like there was something with the Braxton's and I don't care like that was like the biggest thing yeah I I don't honestly like I never care about the Braxton's I don't yeah so I'm like I just can't like um yeah no I don't care enough to talk about it so well the first thing before we get to the other stuff rest in peace to Sean Connery who passed away a couple of days ago at the age of 90 Uh, yeah 90 mm-hmm. ripe old age of 90 still so sad though he really i mean was my you know you set one. the bar so high so high like i mean it and honestly like there's a lot to be said for that because james mm-hmm. bond is so iconic and so much of what that is about was made like by mm-hmm. Sean Connery's portrayal of him. Like everybody else is always just like trying to live up to the Sean Connery model of it. Um, and there have been other like good, strong bonds, like, you know, not my favorites, but like, you know, definitely like, you know, like mm-hmm. they they're all like in good measure. Um, but yeah, like he is the epitome of that character. And it's that's really hard to do because, you know, mm-hmm. like being the first one out. Like, you know, like you could, you could, you could set the bar, but you also could just kind of like begin something that then builds and gets better, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's never what happened. with. So, yeah. So I am not like, I'm not that person that's seen every Bond movie. I think I may have seen, I don't know how many he's done, but I've seen like three of his. And I think I may have seen like a Pierce Brosnan one and maybe a Roger Moore one. Like, I haven't seen, like, a whole lot of them. I don't think I've seen any of the, the new Bond ones. Even though I find him incredibly sexy. Yes. The new I, guy? I can't think of his name, but I, Girl, like, don't, I love him. Girl, don't get me lying. Um, um, okay, I'm looking too. I like, like, I like, I but know his you name. know what? Like, what is, Daniel Craig. Yeah, like Daniel Craig yes, is like hot. Like he's like, his ooh, name. God, it's like he has swagger. Like I get it. He has the Bond swagger. And then he when in his interviews, like too. I like how he talks. He's very manly. It's like yes. Yeah, yeah he's got the masculinity yeah. thing. So um, down. big fan. Um. But I haven't watched any of the movies, so I'm just like, whatever. Um, so they're all on like Hulu or HBO. So I might like again tomorrow while I'm, you know, doing whatever. That's a really good thing to do. You know what? It's funny. Like now that you mention it, I feel like I've seen many of the Bond films, like definitely more than what you listed. Um, but 
I don't know that I've seen them all. Because um, there's a few in there that I definitely like skipped over. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't really into Pierce Brosnan. Um, so I don't think I saw any of his. Um, but I did go back to it with Daniel Craig. So, yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, so interesting. Okay. And um, that's a project. Guest of, of the show, Jason. And his family are like avid mm. Bond people. So while I was oh, of course. Quarantine, quarantining with the Tates, they he sat there, like they were on some, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Amazon, like they were all, all on something during that time. And he like sat there in his little area right. of the house and watched the entire thing, like for days. <laughs> we're like, yeah. it's very like I mean it's definitely like a good like I feel like that whole um, like it's one of those uh, collections that one are great for like sick days you know like you can just like you know if you're like at home with the flu or something you know like it's a great thing to just like sit on because honestly like whether it's like a good bond or a bond that you don't really like care for that much or whatever like it's still like just a fun like kind of thriller action movie, you know. Like it keeps you interested, and it's like you know, and you don't have to think too hard, and it's kind of like a you know. Yeah, it's you know what I used to like to watch, which is totally a strange thing. I I was obsessed. Why is that doing that? That was very loud. Uh, it was my computer. It's telling me that, that I need to um plug it up. Oh. I've always been obsessed with Gidget. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, like Sally Field with the Sally Field version, but also the Gidget movies. Ask me how many times I've seen oh. Sandra D <laughs> in the Gidget movies, and I can't count. Like how many so, times? So many times. And wow, hey, how do I not know yes. this? this and like, Gidget goes Hawaiian, like the whole like one time, I literally <laughs> they were t- t- uh, Turner TCM was having a Gidget marathon. Okay, yeah, and I oh, stayed wow. out sick from school. Like I pretended like I was sick. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, Kristen Haynes. Yeah, stop it! You did not pretend you were yes. Stay Gidget, home and the Gidget marathon. The original Gidget, Gidget goes to Hawaiian and Gidget goes to Rome, where the Gidgets actually changed. Although the Moon Doggies, I think we're pretty much we're the same, like all on all the movies, which was weird. But I like the Sandra D. Gidget more than the other one. No, 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 not more, more than, than Sally, Sally Field, Field, but. Sally Fields, oh, I, she okay. was like, oh, this is so weird. She was like a modern twist on <laughs> Gidget. Because that original Gidget movie, I was like, it was so sexist. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was bound, b- yes. bound by the time it was made in. I mean, so yeah, but it in was a lot like, of ways, you, know, you know, she was like, Sally Fields is so fun. I was like, she's so fun. So, yeah, it was. Um, All right. I, I I actually when I I did love I never watched I don't think I've seen any of the Gidget movies like I don't know I haven't 
seen any of the Sandra, he was only in the first one uh, d ones but like the original yeah um okay I mean, I, I don't think I've seen any of the films, I've, but I watched the show with Sally Field, mm-hmm. like in reruns, obviously, like a, a ton, like mm-hmm. all through middle school. And like, I was fairly obsessed with it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so like free. She like does the things that people don't expect her to do. She's like carefree. That's what it was like. She was carefree. And everyone was all uptight. So she yeah, was carefree. I like, love Gidget. Like she had like this cool relationship with her her dad, and yeah, she had like a cool boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And that was the part, mm-hmm. the not the boyfriend, but the dad part. Like, okay, so this is terrible, but like as a kid, like both Gidget and Piffy Longstocking. <laughs> Like, I was part of the reason I I was really so like enchanted by those shows was that there wasn't a mom. <laughs> okay, yeah, start with and the, that. Like, sounds bad. See the Gidget movie, she has a mom. But go on. Yes. <laughs> Does she? No. So like that was like part of the draw for me was like this fantasy world where you didn't have to deal with a mom, like where oh, you just geez. got to be you and your dad. You don't have time to unpack um, these people. Not tonight. Which is, I mean, <laughs> girl, I know. That's like, that's that's 20, that's 20 therapy sessions several years back, girl. But it's still, oh, it's, God. don't make it any less true. Um, so yeah, that was like all part of my, the draw for me was sort of like, oh, like, it's so cool. Like, like what? But like it was kind of like this is fantasy of like what would my life be like if I could just like be like Gidget? Like for some reason, there's like it wasn't like you know because it wasn't like always clear to me. I definitely as a kid, I don't even I still don't even know what the plot line was, like why her mom wasn't there. It's just she just wasn't there, you know. So it was just sort of like oh, like there's just like this person missing, and you get to just be you and your dad. Like that's terrific. Like I didn't have I didn't have any. How to get that to happen? Like how. <laughs> Oh, how do I get that? <laughs> Girl, a little kid. I was a little kid, and I was like, "This right so, here." Yeah, so I don't know if the mom was, but that, that looks good. in the series, I can't remember because it was like her. It was a whole thing about her brother-in-law. Oh my god, all this noise! The brother-in-law and like the sister being around in the um in the show so yeah anyway I loved it and I loved her friend on the show too was it um some of the Lou Lou oh something like Lulu. that oh my god yes love all that it was fantastic mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was great there we go so we went on a whole gidget wow yeah I don't even know where we <laughs> How we got all the way there. I don't know if we Let's can. LaRue. That's her name. LaRue. Okay. I don't know if we can, but okay. LaRue. More television. So this is us. <laughs> okay. This is us. Oh, I'm so glad you're bringing it up. Good, right? Girl. Oh, so good. Like, the thing is, it's one of those shows, I think I've said this before, where like you kind of like 
worry a little, right? Because it's like, okay, season premiere, I'm waiting for it to come back. You know, but there's a little part of me that's always just like, oh, what if it's changed? What if the writing, you know, like shows go through seasons, like maybe the writing's not strong anymore, like something. And it was just like, nope, they just delivered. They de- mm-hmm. And they like delivered. It was so good. So good. It was everything so good. that people were... Like, <laughs> Like, okay, so here's my thing. I haven't really okay. been looking forward to shows discussing the pandemic because I feel like we're still in it. I still remembered everything that happened like early sure. on. Like, I don't want to relive this. Sure, like, sure. can we go back to the fantasy? Like, that's why I love Insecure so much because, like, oh, they going to brunch, they out like being around people and doing stuff. Right. I remember when I used to be out and having right. brunch and doing stuff with people. Right. So I like right. seeing that because it's mm-hmm. escapism, which is what I like to watch TV for. So I'm so tired. I was like not looking forward right. to that. Just like with Blackish, I wasn't looking forward to all of the um you know p- pandemic storylines. Um but I was like okay, whatever. But they mm-hmm. did such a good job. Like the whole Kate thing, I thought was fantastic. And Randall um, addressing that finally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. a powerful scene. Like that was. And it was also like, because it was about them, like it was about like him confronting her about like a lifetime's worth of like mm-hmm. not paying attention and not you know so like it was like so like but it was also just like it was all of us like it was all of us being like hello world <laughs> we've been mm-hmm. saying this for decades and you weren't listening and you didn't care so like all of a sudden like you're in right. tune and you want us to do so, do or say something because you're finally like woke or whatever you know like mm-hmm. so it was so like it was so well done because it was just like personal to them but also like yeah you're speaking mm-hmm. for all of us it was so good it was oh perfect God, so good good writing it's i love good it. writing just and i just love writing. like the family and how about um so girl's little little boyfriend I was like, some of the, yeah, some of these little grown men need to Malik. learn something from Malik. Come through, Malik. I was so, so impressed. So impressed. He's just oh my adorable. Gosh. Love him. He's adorable. Uh-huh. Like, I've been loving him because he's just so cute. And they play their relationship like just, just so sweetly. And the whole like, mm-hmm. he's a teenage father thing. Like, all of it has just been so well done. But yeah, that little like, scene between him and Randall and yeah. like them having that like just bro moment. Like it was so Randall needs that so, because like, he doesn't have real. that, you know, like, like so, you know, he's surrounded by yes. women at home. And then his white brother who he got issues with and Yeah. You know, like Yeah, so that this you know, he doesn't yeah. like yeah, I thought, you know, strange that he did seek out, like, the white woman therapist, so he's now, like, seeing that that's not the best thing. I mm-hmm. think it was good in a way, because it helped him understand his 
um, like relationship with his white sister and his mother. Like, I think that was, you know, it was important for a while, but yeah, yes. now he needs to go to, you know, reframe some of these things in a different way. So they thought that was good. Yes. Girl, I was so feeling him on that though. Like I was just like his phone call mm-hmm. that he makes to the therapist in the end, you know, to say like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Like it was just so it was so good. Like I was just like, yes, like yeah, like just all of it. Like I you know, like I identify with Yeah, and I'm trying to think I don't think <laughs> so much on so much my therapists have not been black. Like I have not had <laughs> I've had one session with a black woman therapist, but otherwise, like none of my therapists have been black. I've I had one. Uh, my first therapist was a black woman, and she was um, awesome. And if I could find her again, I can't think. But the thing is, well, I only remember yeah. her first name, you know. Um, but if I could find her again, like I would, I would go. Like I would try this to. This is when I was moving to. She um, was great. Um, Charlotte, I thought, you know, I like went to speak to a therapist there because I was like, okay, right, I'm like, I need to transition right, right, right. or whatever. She was amazing, but I didn't move to Charlotte. I know there are plenty of black, you know, therapists in Atlanta, but I just have not explored oh, yeah. that here. So, but yeah, it's, yeah, okay. Hmm. But it's one of the things that, like, so yeah, so, and then my most recent re- therapist was, completely the opposite it was a white male older white male Mm -hmm. but he was so good that it was you know like whatever so like I feel like it can matter you know like it can and can't matter depending on who it is you know um and and what you're dealing with like what you're trying to flesh out like I think yeah I had two white men you know my group Um, person was like this white woman and the ones in LA were not they were a little too crunchy granola and the group, the group was much bigger. And when I moved to Atlanta, right. like my group was very small and intimate. Mm. And she was great. Like mm-hmm. it was just really, she was great. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, it's so it's such a hard mm-hmm. thing. Like finding the therapist that's right for you is really difficult. And I think that like you know, I think that race and gender can play a, a role in it. Like you just need to figure out yeah, it, like, what it, it is it that you're change. Like moment, sometimes like, right? like you know, in the middle of like grief, uh, I was like, I just need someone yeah. to help me process this this grief, like what I'm going through now. And I feel like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 just different. Like you need people for different things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Like that's what I really loved about the conversation that Randall had with his therapist was just like, you know, right. acknowledging that she had like brought him to a certain point, but that now like he like that, now that he'd arrived at that mm-hmm. point, like he needed something different and was going to go seek that out. It for is. Like, like, that's I was where like, she was supposed so to healthy. get you. Like, like she I got you like... to a place like you needed her to help you like yes. unpack the mother um stuff like so yeah like that was great okay okay kevin what's yeah. going on with him mm. his storyline so, is so boring to me like, kate I'm, too sometimes kate is annoying his, yeah kate yeah kate is annoying i'm on the i'm on finally the page with you on kate now um <laughs> i know it just took me a little longer but i have to say like 
with Kevin. I'm and I, I don't know, like part of me is like, I'm interested to see, like, I feel like it's kind of sweet that he's like finding his way into this, like he's sort of like accidentally falling in yeah. love or whatever, like, you know, like he like had this like one night stand that's like turned mm-hmm. into like this, like actual like real friendship that's probably like turning into like mm-hmm. likely like obviously like at least co-parenting and possibly marriage you know and it's sort of like okay like it's totally like out of order in terms of like the way that things ought to happen but like all the pieces are still kind of falling into place somehow you know um Mm -hmm. so I think it's interesting how they're trying to like who I really like like with you know with Madison um who's super cute yeah and I think like like just very um like even though she's like you know kind of like earlier on was like kind of portrayed Mm -hmm. as like a little like insecure and unsure of herself or whatever like really seems to be like I think which is true of many women like I feel like her pregnancy is making her like like centering her yeah Mm -hmm. like she's like kind of like yeah coming into like who she is and comfortable in her own skin and like you know like able to have like difficult conversations and all of that and to be like honest so I don't know like I think that I think it's interesting like I do like I think like it's I wouldn't have guessed it but like the way that they're ma- they're weaving their two mm-hmm. stories together and putting them together like I'm kind of okay. interested like I, I'm happy for them oh <clears> the big um and um what else I'm like spoiler alert I'm like if you ain't seen it by now like <sighs> Fast forward like a minute. Spoiler alert. It's been way more than 24 hours. Yeah, like seriously. a week later here, people. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. The mom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I've literally spent time thinking about this because I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. If the mom is still alive or if she was like still alive, like even like in that, like for even for like a little while, you know, for like a short time after that, like, where did she go? And what did she do? And why didn't she come back? Like, you know, like, and, and did like, I was, I have so many questions. Like, did Randall's dad move out of that apartment eventually? Or like Im- immediately, like when he abandons Randall and stays on the bus and doesn't get off the bus, like, does that mean well, that he no, never goes back to that because they've had flashbacks, well, I felt, where, the- where he was in that apartment. Was he not or was he somewhere else? Right. Well, that's my question. I'm like, I've always assumed that it was that apartment. But now I'm like, was that like, was he not in that same apartment? Because then that makes me wonder, like, where did she go? Like, if she was, if they saved her life and took her to the hospital and she like, at, at some point gets like discharged, like, where does she go from there? Like, wouldn't you go back to that old apartment and try to find your your boyfriend and your baby or or did she like see it as an opportunity okay i just read something and i don't know know? how true this is but they're saying okay we know that the mom is alive we know he's looking um for a new therapist what if she is his new therapist (laughs) that's too much no no, whoever wrote that, no, that can't be it. I'm not because she, she seemed like, like she tr- was tr- like doing that. Around. I'm just but saying, like she was, a, you know, addicted. 
She had a serious addiction problem. She had a ton of work that she needed to do around dealing with her, like coping with pain and discomfort and all of that. Um, so I'm not saying she couldn't have done that and turned her life around. I'm just saying from a plot twist scenario, <laughs> I, I can't have her just turn up like that. Like I need, <laughs> I, I can't, like I, I would be, it would just be too much. Like it would just be too much. I, I don't know if I could mm-hmm. just go there with, with Mrs. Us, if, if that's where they're going. Um, and honestly, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like I need, like, I was like, isn't it enough that Randall has, you know, like, he's already mm-hmm. had this big reveal. So I'm like, it's a whole lot to be like, okay. The father that I thought was like gone forever and anonymous turns out to be like a real person who my parents have known about all along and who like I can now reconnect with and I finally reconnected with and then he dies on me. So like as if that's not enough. Like, well, the, we the, have to the whole creator said that wrong? it's going like, to be like resolved fairly I, quickly. So we don't have to have this... Um take a whole season okay yeah i can't because i can't handle that and i don't think that it's fair well, to already said like he done <laughs> to try to like process like a whole other parent mm-hmm. oh my gosh that scene again nothing so is forever well except for us <laughs> like, like <that>. her <laughs> like the whole nothing mm-hmm. is forever except for us and the whole we fight on. Because I was so like in my feelings, like as Randall was sharing just about like everything. Girl, when he pulls up his phone mm. and sees the news piece about George Floyd. I was so right there with it. like, because it is like they captured that so well because they just went, they muted the video. Mm. They didn't even show, you know, like you just knew what he was watching. And it was so well filmed without any script, without any wording. And just the next scene is him talking to Beth about eight minutes, right? Like it was so well done. Like I was just like, yes, like that was everyone's experience of it. You're just silent and in in shock and awe of like what you're watching and like processing and Oh, it was just it's so good. This is us. It's so and then good. totally to a different thing. I again, it. like I work okay. so much on Saturday that I spent a lot of Sunday. Was it Sunday or did I do this on <laughs> Friday? I can't remember. I took like a day off and did nothing one day this week. Um, and I binge watched Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah, okay. so I that I posted that so in between. I like binged the again, like I did nothing that day. I binged the whole thing in a day. Um, yeah, see, mm-hmm. good for me. Okay, and good for you. again, it made me so sad. Um, remember when we were trying to go? I wanted to go see that exhibit in Paris that we never ended up going to. Why was there a whole scene of them doing that? Yes, yes. Ah! <laughs> no. 
<laughs> not nice. Unfair. So, um, not yeah. nice. in, in a way, like it was no, super annoying because, like, she's an American white girl who goes to Paris, doesn't speak any French at all. Um, yeah. So I was like, don't do that. Like, that's annoying. Like, to go work in Paris for a no, like yeah, oh, people go to like, visit. Don't okay, speak she's friends. not like visiting, but yeah, she's going to work there at a marketing firm, and. Right, so the person who does speak French, something happened to her. Crazy, and so she sends Emily because she's young and she's the social media blah blah blah. So, oh my gosh, and of course the French hate her. Okay, she's not even trying. (laughs) Right, because she's not even trying. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, and so yeah, it was. I totally get it. It was good. So, like, just all of the. Like the fashion, like I didn't really like the way that she dressed, but I love the way other people dress. Um, mm-hmm. She was just a little too teeny bopper, whatever, basic. Mm-hmm. I love the way other people dress. I love just like seeing all the little charming cafes and the food. And it was just so amazing. I was like, I want to mm-hmm. go to Paris, open up world so I can go to Paris. So, yeah. I know everyone's Girl, shutting Paris down. Paris is shutting down again. as we speak. That's the other thing. I was like, if we, because um, yeah. our numbers it's, are going up too, we just aren't, we're acting like it's not. Um, I foresee that, you know, right. if a certain, <laughs> if a certain person wins, I feel that that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's going to add to more mm-hmm. you know, drama. Um but yeah, because you know, that's when these happen. So yeah, but you know, whatever. So yeah, so that was, it's light, good fun. So if you want light, good fun, yeah, that's all I want to do. It's like I rewatched yeah. um, the oh, Unbreakable Kimmy like Schmidt, like not the whole thing, but like parts of the season, because I was like, I just need silliness. <laughs> I might do um, Third uh-huh. Rock too. Because that's super, like, silly and weird, okay. and I love it. I love silly and weird. Mm-hmm. So, um... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and that's I'm not watching any so dramas until right um, <clears throat> The Crown comes on. <clears throat> mm. Which I am waiting with bated mm-hmm. breath for The Crown. Bated breath. Um, okay. So Mm -hmm. I will add to this, uh, show's conversation. I also binge watched, um, okay. You and our another friend mentioned it. (laughs) Yes, Chang. Um, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And here's the here's the thing. Are you I serious at all? I do not know how to play chess. Don't know how to play it. At all. And not for lack of anyone trying. Like, okay, so we've talked okay. about how I can't ride a bicycle. That is firmly my sister's fault. But people have tried to teach me chess. And I just don't care. Okay. Um. And so, and I never have, like, as a kid, right. they try to teach me chess because everyone in my family plays chess. Like, it was like 
it, it was a game that was in the played regularly. You're not playing chess. In... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And culturally in Argentina, chess is like a big thing. Um, so it's very like, but I was just always like, I don't I, I don't, learned I don't to play chess like pieces. somewhere along the way. Um, I don't know, like somewhere I, like, middle school or something, elementary school. I don't remember, but I've played it. I'm like, I'm not like a strategy, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, not anymore. Like I haven't played in years. I mean, I used to play it on the computer too. Like I was used to be all into it. But yeah, yeah. No. no, I've never. So I've never learned. Like I, you know I how know the pieces. That, I know the premise. Move. Um, but I understand. Oh, but you don't know. Have rules about which way they can come and go and whatever. Okay, so you don't. But know I don't know which is. which is who and what is what. Okay. <laughs> No, I do not know. Like I, because that's like that's like, no, yeah, like I absolutely do not know how to play chess. Like I find okay, yeah, no, I don't like I don't even know that much. Like I just know that there's like there's rules for each piece, and that's pretty much where my beginning and end of my knowledge goes. And so, all that said, the Queen's Gambit is all about chess. Like it's all about mm-hmm. this girl who's like a chess like you know wizard or whatever grandmaster or whatever um and um and it's just her but the story i mean the story is about her like she's you know like what happens to her how she ends up like at this orphanage who like you know like how she learns about chess and how she like she kind of like stumbles upon the fact that she's got like a brain that's completely wired for it so like and and then like how she parlays that you know for the rest of her life so or like for the not the rest of like when the film ends I think she's like 20 something or whatever so like you get to see all but it's so good like it's so good in this actress I loved her uh Anya Taylor-Joy is the lead actress who plays uh the role of Beth Harmon um and it's she's Mm -hmm terrific like she's so good um and then um and then she's got a friend um who she makes like uh who's like her like childhood friend um her jolene who's played by moses ingram um who i've seen in other stuff but i like i don't know like what i know her from um but she's um she's really really good and um yeah so it's it's great it's great and it was one of those like I watched one episode and I was like okay I'm interested then the next day I watched the second and then like the third day I watched the third and then like on the fourth episode like the plot starts like unrolling and then it was like oh now I'm binging it like it literally was just like one episode a day, one episode a day, one episode a day, and it was like, okay, yeah, been watching all the rest. Uh, <laughs> I was like, binge watching the rest of it. Four, five, six, seven. Let's do this. Like, it was like, I need to know what happens next. And next thing you knew, it was like over. Um, so yeah, highly recommend the Queen's Gambit. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, just all the characters, like, just the way the story unfolds. And again, it's also just like, like her her storyline is serious in terms of like you know her background and all of that. But, like, it's definitely, like, a lot of, like, good, like, comedy, like, throughout, like, you know, well-written, well well-scripted, mm-hmm. well-acted. 
um yeah really enjoyed okay. it so that was my awesome. my binge this weekend was was that yeah really enjoyed it um I'm trying to think if there was anything mm-hmm. else I told you about the amazing race last week I'm super excited about um I feel like that's it for me I feel I said Let's enough get personal um <laughs> yeah like I feel like my only um my I, main complaint this opening this week was that <laughs> I I told you this this morning but like I'm so sad about this recipe that I made yesterday because it's ruined off of one teaspoon of bouillon because <laughs> I didn't know that the bull it's it is really so crazy like so again this is going back to my whole gluten-free situation I have not been partaking of the gluten and for the most part like I'm not super thinking about it but I'm definitely like okay I can't have a sandwich okay I can't have chicken nuggets because they're breaded you know like I can't have pizza unless it's like a gluten-free crust or whatever so like I'm thinking about it but really mostly like that very obvious stuff um so I was very sad to to make my recipe or for this chicken this chicken avocado soup that's so good um, that I hadn't made in like a long time. And I was like, oh, right. I really like that recipe. So I got the recipe back out, bought all the stuff for it. And I realized that um, I didn't look closely. And the chicken broth was mm-hmm. for five cups. And, you know, a regular chicken broth box is only four cups. So I was like, dang it. But then I was like, okay, what can I supplement with? Because I'm not going back to the store or whatever. Actually, I hadn't even gone to the store. I had my groceries delivered. So I was like, I don't, the whole point was I didn't want to go out. And um, so I remembered that I had this um, better than bouillon, which is like this chicken base, you know, and you use like for every eight ounces of water, you use one teaspoon of the bouillon. So I was like, perfect. That's what I'm missing is eight ounces. So I'll just do one teaspoon to eight ounces of this water and the rest of the chicken broth that I actually bought and copacetic. And the bouillon has in it as like its third or fourth ingredient on the list is soy waste, like soy whey protein or something like that. But basically like it's gluten, there's gluten in it. And that I didn't, first of all, I didn't obviously, I didn't realize that when I made it, Cooked the soup, served the soup, ate the soup, enjoyed it. It was delicious, every, like, just as I remembered. And then not more than like 30 minutes later, mm. I was having a huge allergic reaction to it. Like just sneezing and sneezing and sneezing and blowing my nose, just snot. And I was like, what is happening? Because I was just like, I knew that it was, a re- I knew that it was allergic. Now, like. Now that I've like stopped mm-hmm. eating gluten, when I have a reaction, it's so dramatic that I'm like, okay, I know what this is, you know? So I was like, what is it? What is it? And I'm like racking my brain because I'm like, what did I eat? Like I would just like go, I'm like, I literally cooked everything that I ate that day. Like I'd made myself breakfast, you know, like 
And it's the same breakfast I had yesterday. So it couldn't be the breakfast because it was literally identical. And like, okay, I made chili, but like the chili was, I, I put everything in the chili. Like there was nothing in the chili that I hadn't had last week when I made the same chili, you know, like I was like, and then I realized like, oh my God, it, betrayed you. it was that one teaspoon, a teaspoon of yeah i mean it's so crazy to me that like one teaspoon of that stuff dispersed across five cups of broth not to mention all the other ingredients the chicken and the tomato and the scallions and all that stuff like it didn't matter like i just had a huge so i'm so pissed because now i have this giant container of soup that was supposed to be like dinner for the week that i can't eat it's so it's so frustrating because it's just like Thankfully, it wasn't like a very like expensive recipe, but it was also just sort of like it's still a waste of food, you know. Um, I'm actually gonna see if my neighbor is home because I'm gonna. Um, Speaking of food, um, got Um, the most delicious thing from Trader Joe's. So I did their like fall harvest pasta sauce, which is like the butternut squash. I think there's some pumpkin in there, some tomatoes, whatever delicious i made Mm. i cooked some italian sausage and some mushrooms and added that i had that sauce like pretty much all week it was so good and now i'm kind of looking for a new another recipe um because i bought some brussels sprouts i have some bacon and a lemon and i have some you know parmesan some Mm. Pecorino, I want to make a little dish with that. So I'm trying to get some guidance on what I want to do with that. But I kind of know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because, okay, so that's the thing. Like, anxiety. Nice. Like, you know, I don't usually eat a lot of pasta. But, um, yeah, so it's been, a, like, pasta a lot last week. And I think, you know, tomorrow is going to be, like, a pasta day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah just carb it up you know like it's it's like definitely like Mm -hmm. this is like a comfort food week Mm -hmm. you know it's just like just do the things that are comforting to make some red beans soul care so like which is also another like comfort food of mine so it's like i'm gonna put that in the Mm. instant pot at some point yeah have that you know for this week because i was like yeah Mm -hmm. i just need like soul food for the soul chicken soup for the soul and like different things that are soothing food yeah so like wine and pasta tomorrow that's gonna be the menu Mm -hmm. oh that sounds wonderful yeah i'm all about that so so yeah, so that was a big cooking fail, and it also means I don't have like I was so pleased with myself because I had made like lunch for the week, dinner for the week. I was like, I'm all set, like you know, like I was okay. just so pleased with myself. And yeah, no, not so much. Um, so tonight I had prosciutto and manchego cheese for dinner because I just. <laughs> like I was like I can't like I like I was trying to get back home in time like I've already got work off work a little later than I wanted to I was getting back here late as it was and uh, you know I was just like I I don't want to order another meal like I just I'm just gonna have whatever's in the fridge and that's what I had so there you have it 
There you have it. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, Where so are you? quick West Wing update. I'm towards okay. the, I think, the latter half of season three. So I'm making progress. I'm at the part where they're running, you know, they're running for re-election. Um, and they just, I think the episode that I just watched is about um, Hoynes. Leo tells Hoynes oh, yes. that he mm-hmm. never told the president that Hoynes is a recovering alcoholic. And so they have that meeting and that goes really well. But simultaneously, there's a mm-hmm. meeting going on across the hallway talking about possibly replacing Hoynes on the ticket. And then uh, the president is basically like, yeah, no, that's not what we're doing. But, you know, he's staying. Um, so so that's where I am in terms of the storyline. Um, but like, did I miss Charlie breaking up with uh, Zoe? Or did they just kind of like dissolve? So they kind of allude to like, it I in later like episodes just, like, disappears. where the stress of him, you know, kind of dealing with the shooting and stuff, they just broke up. Like he just kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. It comes back up. It comes back up later. Like what, okay. you know, like their it's whole so thing. weird. Okay. Right. But like they drop it so dramatically. Or like I just to say it, it it just disappears so dramatically, like from one time to the next, that it was like I was like, wait a minute, what like you know, like cause there's a scene where uh CJ says something uh to Charlie about like <laughs> getting a girl or whatever you know and he was like I do all right for myself or whatever and I was like and I was just like okay Charlie but then I was like wait a minute wait hold on Mm -hmm. a minute ago you were like cuddled up with Zoe in her dorm room and there was like no transition like I mean like so the shooting happens and at that point they're still together like they're sort of like she's consoling him through like the process initially and then it just sort of like drops out like she disappears you don't see them together, and then the next thing you know, like, he's, like, you know, uh, having this, like, kind of, like, semi-flirtatious conversation with CJ or whatever, right? So, like, yeah, I was just, like, whatever. And then I told you this morning, I was, like, it's so dated in so many ways, and one of the ways (laughs) that I was saying was just, like, the lighting. I was, like, could we please put a light on Charlie? I promise you, he is, like, in the shadows all of the time. I was, like, dude, He's like not mm, even like mm-mm. a super like dark skinned brother. Like, I was like, does he always have to be like in the dark corner mm-mm. of the room? Like, was there no extra light for Charlie? No, yeah. I'm trying to think it of. Was, I'm trying to think of so that episode. That like, what sometimes. else happened that episode? Um, was I mean, this after stated. the Thanksgiving episode? Oh, girl. Well, how like sappy and sweet that? Thing. Um, I loved it. You're the worst. Um, sappy. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Well, you you sappy. already saw Hartsfield Landing, right? Or no? 
Yeah. Based on like now, Hartsfield Landing is a fictional place, right? There's like two places like this What's in the real I think place New Hampshire based on? that do something similar to this. So they kind of mm. hmm like this sort yeah. of like small town midnight gathering where let's start okay um so yeah so i saw Hearts yes but still now, don't watch is it is that the episode that the, the reunion <laughs> like, is based oh, on watch it. nope 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 <laughs> oh, okay um i'm still trying to see what episodes okay, you're no on problem. i can't remember um all right so oh. here i can look and um uh, let me think what else I the love best. CJ. Yeah. Like CJ continues to be my favorite character. Like I just think she's so well written. And I love that she's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Absolutely. I feel like she's sort of like the heart of the show. Um, um so yeah, so that okay, here I'm scrolling. Okay, so the last one, the last couple I watched was the U.S. Okay. Poet Laureate and Stirred. Okay. Uh, with the one with the uranium fuel rods that crash in Idaho. And so they have to deal oh with that. God. And the one that poured that with that annoying I've seen what chick. I've seen. I know what Who I didn't know. Have seen. I'm hanging like the parties. Shut up! Like, they're doing real things here! Yeah, and like... And this whole like, <laughs> man, like, this is like the real world. Stop it. Go write a poem. Um, she, this whole theme of like Toby, like falling for people, I also find really Flummoxed annoying. Like, by like he's women, a grown man, and they keep having him sort of like become all, yeah, like mm. like in the, and like silly women, you know. Like I was like, if he would like. I don't know, like, you know, like, be, like, enchanted by someone who with, like, some gravitas, you know, like, who kind of is his match, like, would make so much more sense to me. Like, I find it so almost, like, unbelievable. The thing is, like, they're all um, so different The people that they sort of, like, try to pair him with. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of this thing of, like, the opposite. But almost to the point of, like, absurd absurdity like nobody yeah no like i don't know um okay hmm. and i'm also really okay. tired of the whole what do you mean? Donna and josh thing like because well because they like they keep sort of playing at it like first of all like there's literally scenes where like donna is like talking to josh <laughs> like inches with their like mouth like inches away from each other you know and i'm sort of like okay <laughs> First of all, like, so there's all this, like, sexual tension between them, and they're always, like, brushing up against each other, like, you know, just, like, you know, next to a desk or whatever, and I'm sort of like, okay, are you guys going to... Let's just go on, let's just move on. But, like, if you're not, like, let's just stop, because this is... Let's move Mm -hmm. on, because this is totally inappropriate. Like, you're his assistant, he's your boss... Like and so like all this like like near miss rubbing up kind of hey, thing. But you know it happens. Is, like really problematic and like also just like 
I mean, I don't know. I've never talked um, to Have you had a boss as face. enchanting <laughs> as Joshua Lyman? <laughs> I was like, I don't get the... I don't know. Appeal. Yeah, that's the other yeah. part that's really problematic. I don't get the attraction. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. sort of like, Josh is... And then, like, standing next to there. Sam. Like, he's not like, even goes for particularly Josh. attractive. Right. Now, I do have to say, I mean, and again, and I think this is part of the way that it's dated. The girls mm-hmm. in the pool who are, like, part of the secretary pool along with Donna... I'm just like, it's really hard. Like, I'm just like, no, like women, like women who have like, like worked up to the place where they're like an assistant, an administrative assistant for like White House staffers, like, are not this silly, like, or like, you know, like, there's, I don't know, like, they're just like, they're, it's almost like they're, uh, they're written as like, Mm -hmm. silly secretaries on like any office show. (laughs) You know, and I'm just I like, object. no, no, yes. like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, so like, I object, like, I'm just like, you know, when Toby asked for something, and she like keeps like, you know, reading her magazine or whatever he's doing, and he's like, um, now, and she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, and like, <laughs> like, bobs off to go do the thing that he was asked to do, or like, pushes I do back like, in what's her name, though, I love like, Margaret. No. She's um, crazy. And the, and the black Pookie. Is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Leo's assistant. Yeah. She like her and Donna, like I feel like Margaret and Donna's characters are like just a little bit more developed and you kind of get like a little bit more like seriousness from them. But it's just the other girls, like all the other girls who are sort of like Toby's assistant the black girl who's supposed to be Sam's assistant. I'm like, oh, so she's the only black girl who, like, doesn't know how to code switch in, like, the office. Oh, Bonnie? <laughs> like, really? She's always like, uh-uh, I, I, Sam. I, I never I'm get like, that. Really? I didn't get that. Like, no. Bonnie. Yes. Okay. At least early on, like, she, she gets a little bit more refined, but at first she's like, I was like... I'm sorry. Did you miss the code switching lesson in high school? Like all the attitude. Like I was just like, what? So yeah, like she gets more refined as like the seasons wear on. But at first, I was just like, okay, no, never, not ever. Um. So yeah. So there's little things about it that I'm just sort of like, ugh. But yeah, I I want them to eat. I want Josh. Oh my God, their storyline to either hook just up the whole storyline, like all um, these characters, like it gets so much better. It like gets amazing. Can't wait. Okay, good because I'm like it's killing me. And then like I also Josh is another one where they keep putting him with girls that are just horrible. Like the latest chick that she's he's with is the girl that he just Ugh. randomly decides okay, yes. he likes. Hate it, Mandy. The one that throws Amy the Gardner. At him, Ugh. Who's like gross? Ugh. Yeah. Hayden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's terrible. So I'm like, could we please? Like, so that's the other part. Is like, there's all this sexual tension, and like under like this like you know this like current running like between. 
Donna and Josh, which is actually like interesting. And then they keep like putting him with like random women who are horrible that are not interesting at all or just like really trite. And and then Donna, they like actually like put with oh, guys that yes, are like, sort like of interesting. Cliff, like it never works I out because like Josh is always in the way. Yes. I like him. Is he anyway? the one that was on? Because I the like Republican him. Lawyer? He's in that. He plays a doctor. Yes. What is it called? And it was like a USA show. And he's also Ooh. in um, the. Um, yes, you're right. In her shoes, like the um, movie with Cameron Diaz and Tony Collette. Like he pay- plays a love interest in that. He's really cute, but kind of like understated. I saw him in Larchmont one day. He's really cute in person too. Hmm. You know why? I think yeah, I see that. He has a little swagger. He's kind about of like a black white guy. I don't know he's that he did, but white. like he seems very comfortable somewhere. Like you know? anywhere. He seems like <laughs> that kind of guy where like, yep, I can. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. Like he could hang, you know, like yeah 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 he could get it so um yeah so like they put her with interesting prospects so like apparently that because being a, Josh a is basically like blocking mm-hmm. blocking yeah so um so it's just it's that whole storyline i'm just like enough mm-hmm. already um so yeah so I'm, I'm still enjoying it it's definitely like my like go-to show right now for like when I'm doing something that like you know where I can like something that doesn't require Mm -hmm. all of my attention so I can still like watch and like follow the storyline but like you know chop a bell pepper at the same time or whatever you know so um so yeah so I'm plugging along plugging along I'm so I'm I'm in season three and I just yeah, my next and I mean, like, watch it if you want to, but West like, it's kind of like episode. Ishmael and um the other one. Like, it's kind of like a throwaway like episode. It's nice if you care about like interviews with Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton and uh, what's her name? I'm trying to think, Dee Dee Myers, those kind of people. Oh, interesting. I hated the the, yeah, the transition about, episode. Yeah. You mean? Yes, that was horrible. Was that the one like where that was they dealt with yeah, 9/11? So that one's kind of known as being Isaac it and Ishmael as so being like bad. not a great episode. Oh, it's terrible. Now, but then it, it was so bad that it made me look up mm-hmm. um look up the date. And it was literally um, three weeks. It was aired. So it seems like something like they're trying to like after September 11th. Yeah, to like put in there. It wasn't like like, no one had had really time to like process (laughs) what was going on. Like just don't do a show. Like just don't do a show is like my idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just start start off where you left off. 
I mean, mm-hmm. the, which is what they end up doing. Like the next episode in that season, because that was the top of season three. The, ner- the episode two was like they picked up where they left off. Like they went right back to, you know, the campaign or whatever, or like him announcing his reelection or but his season re- four is whatever. really good. Um, that he was going to run again. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm about five episodes away from season four. So All we'll see. Um, okay. So, yeah. So there you go. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, have so, to get up in a few along. hours. So I'm coming about to along. Go and I'm hungry. I ate food, but I was like, I want, I want, try it. I want something sweet. So maybe I'll eat some fruit or something. Um, let me go to bed. All right. Because sometimes you just need to. I think I'm going to make myself you know what a peanut I did butter the last time I had a peanut butter jelly sandwich. My I found a way bread. to make it like even more delicious but unhealthy. I like grilled it mm. butter. So it was mm. so good. Oh my god. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's, it was delicious. So if you feel the notion. That is very interesting. Mm. Yeah. But you can't beat. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, mm-hmm. You can't beat a good PB&J just as like an, a late night. All righty. It's delicious and it that fills you up. Everything. Well, everybody, hang in there. That was everything. Um, if you have not voted yet, for oh. the love of God <laughs> and all things that are good, get out there and vote. Let your voice count. 8645. That is all. Oh my gosh. Okay. We all need to be putting one our of our Facebook friends in that direction. I, I don't even know if I should read this, but it's the best. I've, I've just kind of scrolled a little bit. I don't just want Biden and Harris to win tomorrow. I want Trump to lose. I want his hopes and dreams trampled. I want him to have few states in this in his corner. I want him embarrassed. I want his bravado deflated. His voice, loud and wrong, needs to be silenced by the strength and weight of a solid (laughs) Democratic victory. Um, Mm -hmm. I want people celebrating the Trump loss. I want Trump to feel small. I want (laughs) his supporters to be (laughs) disappointed. I want people to point and laugh at their tears. (laughs) (laughs) I want this reign of terror to come to an end. Wow! We need to finally and decisively put out the dumpster fire of the last four years. Oh my gosh. Oh, she just went in. When she said, I want him to feel small. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not mad at, at that. Um mm-hmm. I I want the same things. I just want it all to be over. I want this nightmare <laughs> of an administration. I mean, somebody, to be over. like I said, like I want my Republican I, I Party back. Been lifelong Republicans are like, um, no, I'm voting Democratic this year. Like, I just enough already. You know. Yeah. Yeah, enough, enough. So, mm. hang in there, folks. And um, if we're gonna get whatever, I'm together. gonna be in the bed tomorrow. Come rain or come shine. After I do my civic duty by helping others in Georgia <laughs> feel comfortable, I'm gonna be in bed and do that. There yeah. you go. 
that's it. That's mm -hmm. it. All right, guys. Next week, come back. We'll see where we are. Alrighty. Bye. A country. Thanks for tuning. Wait, tell me everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.